0: Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Inside Strategic Coach with Dan Sullivan. Dan, I've been wanting to ask you this question for a while, because you've said it a few times, and again, recently in another recording, and it's really about the difference between self-confidence and self-esteem. So I want to talk about what that is and why that distinction is so important. Some people, I think, use it as a synonym, but it's really not. So I'm curious to get your take on that.
1: Well, I think the difference is that Self-esteem is a wish, and self-confidence is a fact.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: The one is something that you have to make up that you have no outside proof of, and the other one is simply a function of measuring backwards on all the progress that you've actually made, where you can see that your skills are improving, your knowledge is improving, your success is improving. So the whole point is, is who you are something that you have to make up? Like you're being an actor and you're learning the script. Are you an actor trying to represent a life that you don't feel good about? Because all the things that I've seen of why we need people to go into self-esteem programs is because they're losers, you know. I don't mean they're losers From an outside standpoint, but the way they see themselves is that they're losers and you're trying to get losers to create a new role for themselves where they're winners, but it doesn't have anything to do with making decisions, taking actions, getting results, being useful. So my sense is that if you, you know, are someone who takes responsibility for yourself, which means that you're taking responsibility for improving things in your life every area of your life and you have tangible goals achievable goals and you succeed in those goals and you measure backwards the progress that you made confidence takes care of itself and you don't have to tell your story about how great you are because your daily progress measured backwards shows that you're good. So you don't have to make up a story about yourself or you don't have to make a story about who you are or what your life is. It's just obvious by the daily improvement in measurable progress.
0: So that's really interesting, Dan. So self-esteem is very much an internal conversation, but self-confidence is something that's generated by what's done, you know, in terms of how you show up in the world, right? That's really what that has to do with. So that's interesting. And so why is it so critical to have that difference? You and I both know people in the self-esteem movement or have known people, and we deal with some very self-confident entrepreneurs. I mean, you talked a little bit about the difference between those two people, but let's do a little bit of a deeper dive.
1: Well, you know, it's a problem of measurement, okay? Mm -hmm. And that people who are self-confident actually have measurements and people who have self-esteem have comparisons.
0: Oh, tell me more about that.
1: Yeah, well, how they feel about themselves comes from a constant, never-ending, comparing themselves with everybody else. And that's situation by situation, that's people they know, it's people they don't know, they're comparing themselves with other people, of which their knowledge about is absolutely zero. We don't have any knowledge whatsoever on what's going on inside another person. Okay, we can see Mm -hmm. outward signs. Okay, so the person who needs badly to improve their self-esteem are always measuring themselves and how they feel against how they observe that other people are performing and they keep coming up feeling inferior. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so they got to tell themselves stories about, Yeah, they don't know how great I really am on the inside, you know, and everything like that. Whereas if you just have a daily measurement process where you're measuring against essentially who you were in the morning and how things have improved over a period of 12 hours, and then how based on today's progress, how you're going to do three things tomorrow that make you an even better person, you're not comparing yourself to anything outside of yourself. You're just measuring backwards against one person. I mean, first of all, it's incredibly simpler. It's incredibly simpler to measure yourself solely on one person who you know a lot about. Yeah. And every day just be measuring The person you were in the morning against the person you are in the evening, and then how tomorrow it's going to be better. That's an incredibly simple activity as compared to comparing yourself to all the unpredictable new people you're going to meet in your life and constantly feeling yourself inferior, that he does this better, she does this better, and everything like that. You need self-esteem. You got to tell yourself fairy tale stories to deal with each day's experience of people you feel inferior to.
0: Oh, You just, you nailed it, Dan. So, okay, just not quite devil's advocate, but do people always make progress? If, if people are trying to make progress and build their self-confidence, do they always make progress in those 12 hours? Because I can oh, imagine yeah. someone oh, saying yeah. that they would not.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, progress is just looking at the significance of something you did, you know, Simply said, I mean, you used a skill well, you used knowledge well, you discovered something new, you mastered something new. I mean, if you're looking for three things that were progress and you tell your brain, find three things that were progress since I woke up this morning, your brain will find three things that are progress, okay? And you say, oh, that was good. And based on what I achieved today, it's going to be better tomorrow. And then every day your ability to do this gets better and the things that you choose as wins keep showing up as very tangible progress. You're getting smarter, you're getting more knowledgeable, you're getting more skillful, you're becoming more useful, you know. All good. <laughs> not looking outside yourself, right. not looking outside yourself, not comparing yourself with anybody else. You know zilch yeah, about what's going on in any other person's life.
0: Well, it's so true. And this, you know, brings in things like social media and kids and stuff like that. And you said this the other day, you know, it's comparing other people's outsides to your inside. Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster and a half. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. 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 And my sense is that the people who create those social media platforms are terribly devoid of Mm self-confidence.
0: Yeah. That's true, actually. They're measuring themselves by likes and, you know, reposts and things like that, as opposed to like, how am I personally making
1: progress? Yeah, I think they're phenomenally insecure because they've never developed their own independent basis for measuring personal progress.
0: So true, which explains so much of the rise of anxiety and depression because they don't have that own internal basis. So if someone wants to escape from the self-esteem trap and comparison trap, let me put it that way, comparison is the thief of joy is that great quote from Teddy Roosevelt. Is that right?
1: Somebody. Yeah. Somebody.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was Theodore Roosevelt. You know, we have our WinStreet app, which actually allows you to do this, which Mm -hmm. works really, really well on iOS, by the way. And that's a way to do that. But you mentioned a daily practice or daily habit. Let's just lay out for exactly what people can do every single day to help
1: build. Well, you've got your choices that you do this individually or you do this, you know, as a part of a predictable community. So families are really great for this because evening meal can be a self-confidence exercise. And we found from talking to our clients who've established this inside their families as a daily ritual, that four or five-year-olds can talk about one great thing for the day. But I find that if they start at five within a year or two years, they can do three, okay? And three uh, allows them to see that there's different parts of their life, you know, that they have their personal life and how they played and what they learned. And then they have their social life. And then they have, you know, at a certain point, they have their academic life and everything else. And, you know, it gives them a chance of having different places where they definitely feel that they're making progress. And, once you do it for a week, seven days in a row, it's set. But the big thing is that if we're talking about children here, if you get them started on this, you have to realize that you have to stay with it. And not only that, but you got to play fair that you can't ask them about it and not reveal your own thing. And I think it's really good for children to understand how their parents look at their own lives, whether as a mother, whether as a husband, as a father, as you know, they have a professional life. I think it's keenly, keenly educational for children to understand how their parents are measuring their own personal progress, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're learning how adults think about things. They're getting an insight into adults, okay? And uh, people 30, 40, 50 years older than me are in the same game as I am, you know, like that. And that does it. So that's if you have a community you can do it, but you can do it by yourself. I mean, I have things that I share with Babs. You know, we share every day, really good things are happening at the end of every day. But I have things, projects that I'm working on where, you know, I just at the end of the day, I just sum up, boy, got that's done. I mean, yesterday we worked together and I said, God, this, yeah, it was a overflow of abundance of great great things you know and then I looked in the schedule and I get spend two and a half hours more with you today and I said oh another abundance day in terms but I already had two other meetings yesterday I had a great podcast before I came on with you I've got a 10 times connector workshop a two-hour workshop I've created a great new thinking process for that and yeah it's cool you know it's really cool And just day to day, I just have this sense of a growth of progress, very measurable progress. And it's kind of neat. What other people are up to, don't have to pay any attention to that unless I'm actually in teamwork with them.
0: Yeah, Dan, it's interesting. I I just was thinking as you were talking about the dinner table example, it is a total pattern interrupt for complaining. There's not much room for complaining when you're celebrating the wins. I mean, is there stuff to complain about every day? Well, if you were so inclined, yes. Uh Not everything went the way that we were hoping it would. But stop and actually celebrate the wins planned or not. We call it a positive focus. We do it before. Every single meeting with you, every single meeting with me... Every team event, you know, we do it as part of our professional practice, if you want to call it like that. The dinner table is fabulous. Before you go to bed at night, that's where the Winstreak app is really helpful, just to always be reflecting on progress. And it's interesting because it does shift one's thinking. From where you might be tempted to complain, to focus on what have you created today, going back to our (laughs) our previous conversation about, you know, what you were saying earlier about self-confidence and self-esteem. It just means you're actually in that creative mode of creating wins.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Then it becomes really easy. It's not a tough shift. You just have to do, as you say, for like seven days. And then you're on this new path. But you'll notice it's very different. If you happen to hang around with people or family that are complainers, it is definitely going against the grain.
1: Well, I think the other thing, you become immune to people who aren't doing this. Right. Okay. It's almost like there's kind of like an energy zone that flows out from you. Complainers will sense that you're not a good person to complain to. I had
0: someone tell me that. He was like, if I want to create a solution, you're the first person I want to talk to. And if I want to complain, you are the last person for me to talk to. I'm like... That's great. So I'm really happy you have that distinction because I don't want people complaining to me. That was a huge compliment as far as I was concerned. So yes, that's so true.
1: Yeah, I mean I've had, you know, people say, Dan, you give the impression that you don't really care what's bothering other people. And I said, uh, ah, that's a true statement. Okay. I do care that they develop the skill so that they're not bothered. Mm. But what's bothering them? No, I don't care about what's bothering them. Okay. it's their experience; they own it a hundred percent. What are they going to do with it? I mean, I know people who the last thing in the world they'd give up—they give up their possessions before they would give up what's bothering them.
0: Very true.
1: Bothering them is like their blankie, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's true, but what I love is it's just so not who we spend time with and hang out with. It's people no
1: no, but I think these are repellent universes you know <laughs> I think they're mutual I think people who have self confidence don't allow self esteem people to get into their setting, and self esteem people don't want to be near self confident people I mean, it's just another bad comparison. It looks like He actually is confident. I'm trying to look confident, but I don't feel. I mean, you just drive the self esteem person crazy, you know, because you're not having to fake it.
0: (laughs) It's very true. So for me, Dan, it just boils down to create, don't complain.
1: Yeah. It's a choice. It's a choice. And, you know, I think it's a bit mysterious how one gets on one path, you know, when it happens in life and how. One person chooses a complaining way of living Mm -hmm. and the other one chooses a creating part, but I know it when I see it, so yeah.
0: And one is the direct path to self-confidence, which is the one we recommend. Awesome, Dan, thank you so much. Great distinction and lots to think about. Appreciate you.
1: Thanks, Jan.